With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is KOA Sports. Now, Dave Logan, Big Al, and Ryan Edwards. The inside receiver comes in motion. Allen takes the snap. Looks right. Throws the ball middle of the field. Through the hands and intercepted. Through the hands of a receiver and intercepted. And that is Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons with his 30th career interception. His third of the season. And the Broncos defense in two possessions have created two turnovers tonight in Buffalo. Now we're going to hear from Justin Simmons in about five or so minutes. A little bit of a weird week for the Broncos because they played on Monday. They traveled on Tuesday. They gave the players off Wednesday. And so they did a Thursday-Friday practice. And I, I don't know, Alfred, what, did you, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I'm not really bothered by it. I, I know some media members kind of groused a little bit like, oh, hey, this isn't the time to be taking days off. But I also look at it from the other side of, hey, you earned a day off. You won against the Buffalo Bills on the road. I think that it goes a long way if you're a coaching staff that has a pulse of the team. Yeah, and I think it's mandatory that you have a day off. I think it is, too. I mean, yeah. Because Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday travel day doesn't count. Right. Uh, it was a unique situation, and you kind of get some of the treatment and uh, some of the the game, the post-game work. You can get that done while you're in Buffalo. So, good point. You know, you can do your film breakdown, uh, your, 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 your pluses and minuses, uh, from the game. And then on top of that, Ryan, the, the, the most important part is that, um, the team was together, mm-hmm. right? That's the most important part. And if you got Wednesday off, then these guys understand and know what they're playing for right now. And it's, it, it's okay. Uh, uh, whoever thinks that, uh, it's not a good deal for the players to have a day off. They don't understand what happens on that day off. Any work that you need done, um, uh, you don't necessarily, you don't have, you don't have the, you don't have a 15 minute break where you have, you know, you can get to your computer and make phone calls and schedule stuff and do, you know, like Tuesday in the NFL for NFL players, is the only day that you can get things done. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need a day so you can get things done. You know, uh, it, it's a it's, it's a little better now because you can uh, um, you can set all your bill pay stuff online manually, and that could be taken care of. But all of the scheduling for the normal things that happen in your life, like an oil change on your car, yeah, you know, what I'm saying like that happens on Tuesday. Yeah, I think sometimes fans, <laughs> the dentist appointment right. that happens on Tuesday. I think fans sometimes media, you know, you lose sight of the fact that just because these guys are making millions of dollars, it's still a job. And it's still a job where you want days off because you have other things to do because you have family, you have own, your own personal things that you have to take care of. So I, I didn't particularly have a problem with it. I think the conversation starts with, are you able to still get in all the work you need with one less day? And, and it was a conscious decision to go out a day early and come back a day late. That's different. We're not used to that. So we'll, I guess, 
as as we often say, we'll see what, how it turns out on Sunday night when they take on the Vikings. I think it's good news that it's home game and you don't have to turn around and travel again and lose another day. Um, so that maybe that is part of the accounting. Well, you, I think it. what would happen then they would have just stayed and just you know and it, just worked in Buffalo or gone to just gone to the new city if yeah. it was an East Coast team. Right. Like, why would you come back to Denver at that point? You, you know, it wouldn't make a lot of sense. I mean, except for the fact that you just laid out reasons of like oil changes and family right. stuff. Right. Right. But, right. Right. But I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's a big that's a big day for the players. Yeah. No question about it. All right. So we'll have Justin Simmons coming up in just a little bit. By the way, the text line. Oh my gosh. All the Bobs. All the Jimmies. <laughs> you guys are so ridiculous. Uh, a lot of fun though. And yeah, uh, another point. Uh, I, I guess I forgot to mention Marlon Brando. You know, just throwing out there, one of the all-time greatest actors. What plays, makes him great? Plays the Godfather. He is the Godfather. What What, what makes Marlon Brando great? Uh, actually, I've never been asked that question. I, I I mean, he's a good actor, and he's tremendous. What was so interesting after the fact? Because he didn't have a. I don't think he had that long of a career. Uh, Marlon Brando was famous for not really knowing his lines. He'd actually have other actors like tape cue cards on their backs. So when they turn around and the shot would be on his face, he'd be reading off the cue card on their back. He just, he, for part of his method, he just never memorized lines. Oh, okay. I didn't know that till way later. But again, I, lo- I love The Godfather. So, well, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm I know. Gonna, I'm, I'm so thrilled gonna... you finally heard about this, uh, you know, kind of low budget. You know, no, you know, random indie film, The Godfather. Good, good for you, buddy. I mean, just some movies. Like some people just don't watch certain certain movies. I know people who have never seen The Matrix. Now, why they wouldn't see The Matrix is beyond me. Is that your favorite movie? Oh man, if you're gonna watch a movie, if you're gonna commit to a series, The Matrix is it. What do you think about the the newer one they came out with? Uh, the I fourth didn't see one. that one. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about this is the one where they don't have Morpheus, right? <laughs> I mean, Morpheus is not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah. That one? Well, yeah, yeah, I it's thought like, it was okay. Oh, you didn't see it? I did see it. I, of course I've seen it. Yeah, I can see that. You know, <laughs> if you're going to commit to a series, and it's yeah, the best I mean, series of all time, did you yeah. see this? No, I didn't see it. Yeah, I did see it. But I mean... It was, like, it was, it was even, didn't even the theaters, I think, right? It was just a streaming movie. You just got to see it on stream. I think it was during the pandemic when it came out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so. It was all right. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, when you have like a figure like Morpheus and he's not, he, Morpheus changes. <clears throat> he's, he's just, what are you doing? Like, don't do that. Pay well, him he, a little extra money. Let him be part of the movie. There could be a lot of reasons why he didn't come back. He said that he wanted to be part of it, but, you know, they didn't come to an agreement. So mm. whatever that means. I don't know, man. Maybe because it wasn't going to the theaters that had something to do with it. Anyways, uh, looking forward to this game. We'll get into some more uh, specific keys to it and, and kind of important thing we talked about on the offensive side of the ball. I want to see some more Samaje Pirine. I think you're inevitably going to have to take some shots down the field, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But right now, let's head out to the KOA Common Spirit Health Hotline and bring on Broncos starting safety, Justin Simmons. Justin, you're on with Alfred and Ryan. How are you, sir? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Justin, have you seen The Godfather? (laughs) Have I seen The Godfather? You've been on a movie kick uh, recently, but I have. I have seen The Godfather. Okay, I was just trying to find out. Alfred just learned about it. So he, I mean, I've heard of it. I just have never seen it. Yeah, somebody sent him a clip today saying, hey, you should check this movie out. He's like, yeah, maybe I'll see it. Oh, that's crazy. You haven't seen it? No, but I've seen Scarface. You know, I mean, that that movie was only two way, hours. Way different kinds of movies, my it's friend. It's a gangster movie, right? 
Dustin, man, great game last weekend, and that was so fun to watch. I mean, you guys were creating all kind of havoc. You end up getting a uh, a coordinator fired after the game. I mean, that was that was inspirational football. What what, what we watched, and it was an emotional roller coaster. I got to tell you, man. If, uh, if anybody was following me online. Uh, they they felt all the emotions of the game. Do you guys feel it the same way as players? The the emotional roller coaster. Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah, you know, it's it, when you're in the, when you're in the heat of the moment. Um, you know, you typically have your head down, but once the fourth quarter hits, you know, you both both sides, you can just feel the intensity kind of rising. And you know, every game, each possession matters, but especially in the fourth quarter, like. They really matter. And obviously they made some plays and we were able to make some plays. And, um, you know, it's one of those games where it came down to literally the last play, which most games in the NFL do. And, uh, yeah, it was a great win. How different is the team right now versus what you guys were earlier in the year? Yeah, night and day different. Um, you know, it almost feels like earlier in the year was, was last year, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, we're just – I think, you know, we're starting to find a, a little bit about – uh, what we're made of and, and what we're good at and what we need to continue to work on. And uh, we're just finding that out each and every week. And obviously the best teams around the league are going to be winning in, you know, the October, November, December uh, months. And so we just got to be able to keep stringing along wins. We don't really have much room for error moving forward. And um, obviously that's going to be a big one for us on uh, on Sunday night against uh, Minnesota. You talked about uh, uh, expectations and uh, I, I guess I'll ask you, have the expectations changed in the building? I know it, it's always been about winning and uh, making a playoff run and possibly winning the Super Bowl. But have you guys started to talk about that a little differently since you guys have been on this uh, on this run? No, no, nothing, nothing in terms of uh, big picture. Um, you know, obviously, that's always, you know, we've always had those goals set up before the season, but. Um, you know, we got to make sure that we're focusing week in and week out, almost like that one and zero mindset. And obviously, when we're when we're playing, um, you know, AFC games and especially divisional games, you know, those are going to be you know starred because those are going to be the most important. But Sunday night, uh, you know, against Minnesota, man, it's a great opportunity for us against a against a really good team who's on a on a hot streak as well. And you know, we got our work cut out for us defensively. So there's going to be a big one for us on Sunday to, to make sure that we keep uh, keep the winning streak going. Without giving away too much of the game plan, how different are they with Joshua Dobbs, at quarterback, versus Kirk Cousins, in your opinion? Yeah, in my opinion, I think it's a totally different outfit. I think, uh, you know, they still obviously have all the, the same skills. Uh, players in terms of uh, Addison and Hawkinson and um, obviously they're getting Osborne back and um, you know maybe a few other guys and so oh. obviously you know Kirk's can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we, okay. we lost you there for a second go ahead. Oh sorry I was you know the biggest difference obviously Kirk's been in the system and he knows how to handle all the checks and everything like that and so um, that's probably the one piece of it that's missing, but I think that they do a, uh, I think that they do a really good job, or at least Dobbs does, of being able to handle what's being asked of him. And he's obviously super athletic as well, um, which is what you see on film. I mean, he's making plays out of nothing sometimes. So, um, yeah, they're a great team. And like I said, defensively, you know, we got to we got to do a great job with rushing coverage 
that's going to be a priority this week. You know, uh, this is uh, this is I think the fourth or fifth time that you've played a mobile quarterback like this. And I told Ryan uh, yesterday that when you see a guy like Dobbs and you're watching the film and 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 I've been watching the exact same thing that you've been watching. It, I, I, I almost consider it disrespectful the way that the run, the quarterbacks are running with the football because I think when you're watching the film, you can see defenders look like that they think that he's going to slide and he doesn't. And so uh, it's one of those it's, it's it's one of those crazy deals where I think you just have to treat him as a runner and you just have to punish him just like you would any other runner. Yeah, there's definitely it's a it's a uh, it's a tough it's a tough toe. Uh, I mean, line to toe around. It's you know because obviously it's a it's a quarterback driven league, and so when quarterbacks are out running, you know the ones that are for sure going to slide, and then you know the ones that are going to try and get extra yards. Um, and obviously they know that as well. So if they go to the go slide, the the hardest part is it's. And you guys know, like, as soon as they start the motion of sliding, that's when they're considered down. And, you know, as a defender, you, you, you kind of have to give them up. And so, you know, we're, you know, you're taught, like, hey, if this guy's a runner, he's a runner. And of course, the refs know that as well. Um, so we just got to get, we got to have uh, great poise. We got to have uh, great recognition. And we got to, we got to just be masters at handling, um, handling those situations and that that's really what it's going to come down to we got to play smart football aggressive and tough but smart so is that something that you guys uh you know as a captain you go out and talk to the referees about before the game like hey this guy is a hey this guy uh runs with the football so you you got to give us a little um a little leeway here if he's carrying the football yeah yeah for sure that's definitely something you bring across the mind because obviously the intention is not to not to have a dirty play or to hurt anyone. And I think when the rest, when the rest hear it from a player, you know, before the game, like, Hey, I'm watching the film this week. Hey, their quarterback likes to run around a little bit. And, and, you know, they like, there's, there has a little bit of a grace room. And obviously we're going to be smart and do the X, Y, and Z. And anytime you have conversations with them and just talk with them, they're always really good about hearing you out and understanding what's going on. So that's, that's probably the best thing you can do, which just got to play smart ball at the end of the day. All right, Justin, it's now time for the Children's Hospital Colorado KidCaster question. It's presented by your Colorado Buick GMC dealers. Colorado Buick GMC, proud supporters of the Children's Hospital Colorado Foundation. This week's question is from Gavin. Hello, my name is Gavin Barton, and I am 12 years old. And my grandma has been a Broncos fan since the beginning of time. (laughs) And I have a question. If you could go back in time and change something, what would it be? Wow. Oh, man. If I could go back in time and change something, what would it be? Hey, that's a heavy question. Uh, mm, a whole bunch of stuff is popping into my head. I can't. I can't necessarily. There was a. Uh, I'll go. I'll go the sports route. There was this play in that I had in uh, in high school. It was about, like high school. It was the game right before states high school basketball. It was like the whatever the regional final game right before the state game. And long story short, like I uh, I like messed up on a play, and it, it wasn't the direct result of costing us the game, but it, it definitely didn't help. So I would probably go change that if I could. 
Yeah, that's a good one. I was immediately thinking, like, gosh, you know, the, the, the Raiders lost, the Commanders <laughs> lost, the Jets, uh, oh, you know. My- yeah, if I could just change a loss straight up, you know, I would. I, I guess I was just going more down the route of, like, one specific event. Totally, totally. Well, Justin, we really appreciate the time, as always, my friend. Thank you so much. Best of luck Sunday night, and uh, yes. we'll talk to you next week. Awesome. Thanks, guys, for having me, as always. Right, I appreciate it. Justin Simmons, we'll get that interview up at KOAColorado.com. Let's uh, pick some games here, Alfred. We got uh, some really good ones coming up. We start with the Browns and the Steelers, two six and three teams. But it's going to be a rookie, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, taking the, the reins there for the Browns as they take on the Steelers. Shotgun takes the snap, looks to his right. Ball is swatted high in the air, and it is intercepted by the Browns. Greg Newsom along the sidelines into the end zone. Touchdown, Cleveland, 33 yards off the deflection at the line of scrimmage. WKRK, the Cleveland Browns radio network on the call. Browns are favored by one and a half, even with the rookie starting. What do you think about that? You know, I think the uh, the Steelers have been trying to find their mojo offensively. Uh, but Mike Tomlin has pointed out that you know Pickett has played well in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to go with the uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers and look for them to upset DTR. You know, as an emergency starter now for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, the Browns are not feeling very confident. They are already brought in Joe Flacco to come in and work out for them. So that tells you about how much they really believe in DTR. It's really unique. Low scoring game, 32 and a half is the over-under on this one. Oh my goodness. It's one of the lowest of the season uh, unquestionably. over in that one. The over. Packers and Chargers. The LA Chargers favored by three on the road. Herbert lifts his right leg, takes the shotgun snap. Back to pass. Look at fires right side. Caught by Parham. Escapes a that is Westwood one on the call. Like the Chargers in this one, but Lambeau can be a little tricky. What do you think? Yeah, I think that the uh, Packers are, they'll be picking pretty high in the uh, NFL draft. And I think the Chargers are an offensive juggernaut right now. And finally, I can see um, the young quarterback Herbert make the kind of plays that people have been raving about. He did it consistently last week against the Lions, and I think he's going to do it against the Packers. By the way, this music, all Baby bobs. Just all bobs. All bobs? All bobs. <laughs> <laughs> we move on. The Dolphins and the Raiders. Dolphins coming off a bye. They are favored by 13 and a half. Taking on Las Vegas. Here's the snap to a back-to-pass. Looking left, going deep left for Hill. He's got a snap, and he's got the catch in the end zone. Touchdown, Dolphins. Tongue of Iloa dropped it in the bucket to Tyreek Hill. 27 yards. The Dolphins find the end zone. Dolphins, uh, that was Westwood 1. Dolphins right now are just one of the best offenses in the league. <laughs> Another Bob Marley there. Uh, 69 receptions for Tyreek Hill. 1,076 yards and 8 touchdowns. Uh, he is in not only the Offensive Player of the Year conversation, but also MVP conversation. Can Dolphins cover 13 and a half, though, Alfred? Yeah, I think that the Dolphins uh, are not going to cover the 13 and a half. But I do look at what the Raiders have been doing. They've been really steering it up. And uh, because of the way that they have been playing, they have given me a new idea about the talent level there because it felt like they were talent deficient, Hmm. but they've been playing with so much swag. And it it, it feels like... um, like 
okay, you, you, you've been playing fast, you've been playing hard, but all of a sudden, you know, things will come back to the middle. And I think this is the week where it comes back to the middle because, you know, you've had two emotional victories and that just can't hold water when you go down to Miami to play the Dolphins. Final game, a rematch. They will cover the 13 and a half. They will cover the 13 and a half. Final game, rematch of the Super Bowl. Chiefs, Eagles. They're going to fake the handoff. Now they're going to go on a pass inside and dragging into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. 106.5 The Wolf and the Chiefs radio network on the call. Chiefs favored by two and a half. Bob Dylan. <laughs> Chiefs favored by two and a half. This game is going to be electric, Alfred. Yeah, I think that the Chiefs are still searching, and I think that they are not. I don't think they've found what they're looking for, but I'll tell you this. It's been uh, fun to watch that young receiving core grow, especially since the Bronco game, and I think that they've figured out a couple things since then. And I think that the Kansas City Chiefs will be dangerous down the stretch because Patrick Mahomes will start to believe in that wide receiver group. Not enough against the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me the Eagles in that contest. I like the Eagles, too. That's right, Eagles. Let's go. Fly, Eagles, fly. Isn't that what they say? I don't know. Making that up. All right. We are uh, continuing on. We come back. Talk about the Nuggets. Got a big game tonight. CU Buffs coming up here in about an hour. Don't go anywhere. It's KOA Sports, 850 AM and 94.1 FM. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sunday night against Minnesota, man, it's a great opportunity for us against a really good team on a hot streak as well. And, you know, we got to work it out for us defensively. So there's going to be a big one for us on Sunday to, to make sure that we keep uh, keep the winning streak going. Now, this is not a Bob. <laughs> this is a Lionel. That was Justin Simmons. If you missed that interview, check it out soon at kawaycolorado.com. We invite you to subscribe to the podcast on the completely free and totally awesome iHeartRadio app. Broncos country, make sure you sign up for the KOA Broncos Radio Network newsletter at kawaycolorado.com forward slash Broncos fan. You'll enjoy game previews, interviews, staff predictions, and game day broadcast schedule. Sign up today, kawaycolorado.com forward slash Broncos fan. Well, show me the money coming up. It's uh, really between you and Ben at this point. Oh, no, no. Dave's four and two. Where am I at? You're three and three. Oh, okay. So you can't just kneel out the clock this week. So I'll have to... What, what game are we picking? CU versus Washington State, man. It's coming up here in about half an hour, or in about an hour, we'll have our uh, coverage. But uh, six, actually, with the Black and Gold pregame show. Myself, Alfred, Coach Barnett. It'll be a lot of fun. It's coming up in 30 minutes. The uh, Nuggets have a chance to uh, really put themselves in position tonight if they beat the Pelicans in another installment of the in-season tournament. They are going to possibly win this group, Alfred, and I know you're fired up about that. 
Because if they win the group, then they get to go to Vegas. Vegas, baby! Uh, to compete for the NBA Cup. Ooh. What's the NBA Cup? <sighs> you can, I mean, I know why they... You, know, you, you get one per show. You get to have the, I don't know what the Godfather is. But you can't have, I don't know what the Godfather is, and I don't know what the NBA Cup is. You can't have both. I, I, when I tell you that I don't understand what this is... And I've been seeing ESPN promote it, and I've seen games where the courts are all jacked up. <laughs> um, I'm just like, I, I just don't understand why. I think the courts look awesome. I don't understand why they are doing it. I just don't understand why. Okay. You're going to have to tell me. You're going to have to tell you me why. You already know why. You already know. It's, it's a money grab, right? I, everything's a money grab. But But on top of that, it's to garner interest so that people pay attention before Christmas. Because that a lot of, again, you know, unless you're a diehard NBA fan, you, you're, if you're a casual fan, you're probably just saying, oh, you know, the, the Nuggets are 9-2. That's great. Good start to the season. Wake me up after Christmas. And I'll, I'll, I'll be dialed in for the rest of the year. But the uh, NBA that's, 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 recognizes an opportunity to build something interesting between now and then. Okay, bro. So tonight... If you tune in to the Nuggets and the Pelicans, they're gonna be playing on that jacked up floor. They're gonna be playing on the jacked up floor. <laughs> and uh, the Pelicans are their floor colors are. I think it's like purplish. Yeah, and like a uh, teal. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I have to look up the the like, colors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Okay, bro. I think it's fun. New Orleans, by the way, five and six. Uh, they're getting healthier, uh, but yeah, they're 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 not quite uh, they're not quite there. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. What? Quickly here, because we I do want to talk some CU with you. For the Denver Nuggets, while Jamal Murray's out, what's important to you during this time? Is this where, hey, I want to see the bench guys show up and see if we can figure out which guys are going to be in our rotation in the postseason? Because honestly, it, the Nuggets are going to eventually become like the Golden State Warriors in that it's, okay, regular season, just try to stay healthy. Get yourself in a good position in the standings. And let's see what they do in the postseason. Because they're, they're building towards that right now. No, I think that they're building towards having home court advantage. I think they really found that to be um, helpful to them last year. That was the first run that they have ever been on where they won a championship. And they did it with home court advantage. And I think that um, they need to, in, in, in no uncertain terms, they need to establish themselves as the best basketball team in the Western Conference this year. I, th I think there is a team out there. Who would like that? I think there's a team out there that is going to surprise the heck out of a lot of people. That team is the Minnesota Timberwolves. You ain't lying. You know, like I and I before you even said it, I knew you were going to say Minnesota. But remember last year when when the Nuggets were playing that team, uh, we were talking about Ant, right? And I was like, Ant, Anthony looks like. He's going to be the next Michael Jordan. And I said it, and people went, oh, no, man, what are you talking about? This guy is uh, Anthony. I'm talking about Anthony Edwards. Mm -hmm. And people were like, oh, no, man, you, you got to stop that, man. You got to stop talking about, you know, this guy in the same category or class as Michael Jordan. Well, he is. He is. And so if you get better play out of those two bigs, that's a much different uh, – that's a much different uh, – that's a much different series. And mm -hmm. then, then after the season – and one of the guys, I can't remember who was talking about, was was reflecting on the season. And he said, the one team that gave us 
uh, the most problems, and the one that we were most concerned with was Minnesota. I think that was your guy, Bruce Brown. Was that is that who who it was? I think so. Yeah. So uh, I think home court advantage is going to be big. And, and you say the one guy that you know, um, I think that Aaron Gordon is a dynamic player. He finishes mostly around the rim. Uh, if we can get more out of his game, if we can get more out of his game, where, where he is um, not just cutting and slashing, but also, you know, more like the more like Andrew Wiggins style, where mm-hmm. you can shoot the mid range and have great confidence because he can shoot the three now. I mean, he'll stand out there and he'll shoot the three, but he's not really a mid range guy. And and so, if if we can develop that, if we can develop that, that's the one thing I want to see. Uh, going forward is Aaron Gordon's total development into a, a dominant player because defensively he's fantastic. Um, once again, he finishes. I think he was in the top 10 of dunks last year, finishing around the, uh, the rim. Uh, so I want to see more offensive game out of him. If you say the one guy that I want to see more out of, I like that. I mean, once again, you have him on this team for defense. But he certainly is capable of more, and I, I feel like he figured that role out last year and has been great at it. You know, there's a couple of teams that I'm looking at the standings right now. So the Nuggets are number one seed at nine and two. Dallas is right behind him at nine and three. Minnesota, we were just talking about, is eight and three. Um, the, the top four teams. Minnesota's scary, dude. Top four teams don't, don't surprise me here. I, I'm wondering for teams like Golden State, who are six and seven, if this is the beginning of the end, or if that we already saw the beginning of the end. Uh, they looked terrible last year. Well, last night, sorry. They looked terrible. They they are so dependent on the shot falling. And if Draymond is out, which again, it's it's only a matter of time that he'll get suspended again. I don't. I, I'm I'm starting to wonder if they if they have enough to hold it all together. Yeah, that's not the team that I thought you were going to talk about. I thought you were going to talk about the Clippers. And well, the Clippers are just, they're three and seven. They're three and seven, right? They're, they're and changing their starting lineup tonight. They're, yeah, Russ, Russ, Russ is Russ going to the bench. bench. Yeah, right. Russ is going to the bench. Yeah. and soon as that trade happened, they went to number one in Vegas for odds to win an NBA championship. Remember that? I do remember that. They went soon, they, they soon, soon as the trade. Right. They, they leapfrogged the Nuggets. They leapfrogged <laughs> the Nuggets and they leapfrogged the. Uh, um, the Celtics? Uh, the, no, the uh, the Suns. Oh, the, yes, they did. I was yeah. say, I think the Celtics were still... Number two. Number two, yeah. yeah it went Nuggets, uh, Celtics, Suns. Yes. But that that's the team I thought you were going to talk about. But yeah, I, I, I like looking at this standing right now because something is happening there in Houston, too, that, that cannot be sustainable. I mean, they're playing a brand of basketball that we're not used to seeing from uh, the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. You know, six and three. That's that's a facade, but they did beat the Denver Nuggets. Oh yeah, so maybe it's it. I, I don't know if that can. I don't know if that can happen. I don't know if that can. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, Jalen Green, yeah, Fred Van Fleet. I'm I like, know. man, it feels like it's a, not right. Mis, a bunch of misfits, right? Yeah, I mean, the just, Island of Misfit Toys. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. So who knows? We, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But one of the guys that was uh, important here is Uncle Jeff, right? Uncle Jeff was Uncle playing Jeff. down there. So maybe the veteran influence is a little more than we give them credit for. But how about the Nuggets being 7-0 at home? Now, I mean, the, tonight they're they're starting a road series, a long, long road series. Uh, tonight's against the Pelicans. But they're saying, like, if you continue to be the best NBA team at home, you're going to have one seed. Like you're 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 just gonna be number one in the Western Conference and no nobody's gonna be able to touch you. And you just said it, man. If if you if you're not gonna go undefeated at home, 
But if you can have, because I remember the, what was it, the last year George Carl, what did they have? It was like 38 and three, if I remember correctly. I think they had like three losses that year. If you could be in that range, you're going to do some real damage this year. Mm -hmm. Seven and zero at home, uh, two and two away. Yep. Um, yeah, they look. They man, I'm looking at the Rockets, man. That roster is really. I'm, I mean, that roster, they they can't do it, right? I don't no. think they can do it. No, they're not going to do it. But I do like I do like the Timberwolves. I do love the Mavericks. I do love the Mavericks. I do uh, love the Nuggets that come out the West. Uh, when Jamal comes back, I mean they're doing this without Jamal. They lost that game Isn't without that Jamal. Yeah, I mean eight and two. Yeah, I, I, I like the Nuggets, but I love watching Anthony Edwards. All right, let's get a quick check of traffic. We'll talk some CU coming up next from the KOA Traffic Center. Here's Mike Spitaro. It's time for Show Me the Money. Show Me the Money on KOA Sports. Show Me the Money. Everybody, yeah. Show Me the Money. Who's not? It's definitely not me, as I am one in five. Time for show me the money. Uh, ben and Dave are both four and two. You are three and three. And unfortunately, big guy, you cannot win this week. You will not win this week. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I mean, I sort of don't hate it, but, you know. You won't win either. I'm definitely not winning. We're talking CU versus Washington State's. Cougars, favored by four, over under 60 and a half. Our, I'll just tell you what Ben and Dave are doing. They are four and two. Uh, they're both taking the over. The over. But. I'm taking CU in the under. <laughs> the under. Dave is taking CU in the over. Ben is taking Washington State in the over. Oh, the over. okay. So you're, you got nothing. You're, you're out. Chances yeah, are I'm going to. All you do is tie. Tie. If you get the under and they both, yeah. That's all you can do is tie. There you go. So, I think my pick doesn't matter, but I, yeah, let's go see you. Let's go see you. Get this win. Or, well, in my case, I only have to do plus four. So, Washington State can still win. See you plus four and give me the over. The over. This is an important game, big guy. And it's not just because they're trying to go bowling. You got to stop the slide. You have to stop the slide. Now, Washington State, meanwhile, is in the same boat. They've lost six straight. So you have these two teams that are basically looking at a get-right opportunity. And CU, of course, has Utah on the other side of this one. That's going to be a really tough game. But this, man, you just got to find a way. And I, I think you get an opportunity. I know it's Pac-12 after dark. It's an 8.30 start. It's a very late game. But you're not going to have a lot of competition of eyes so or ears. So go ahead. Get this win. Yeah, the... Um the um, University of Colorado have scored more points this year than I think anybody gave them a chance to score. I mean, it's been phenomenal. It really has been offensively watching this team go up and down the field has been. Remember that dude, Tom Luganville, who said that they were the worst roster? Right. In all right. of college football? Right. He was wrong. He was way wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, watching this team score points is is really fun. Watching them giving up points is really, really frustrating. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of it, it, I think, is just internal toughness. They're yeah. not very tough 
You know, we're not a very tough team on our offensive side of the ball, and we're not a very tough team on the defensive side of the ball. And so, but we're very skilled. Our secondary players are skilled. Our our offensive players are skilled. But when you turn the game on, there's a, there's an element that's absolutely missing. You know, last weekend we saw Michigan go out and run the ball 30 straight times in a row against Penn State. That's an attitude. That is an attitude. Okay, and you have to be and, and you know JJ McCarthy, a guy that you love, I do. Okay. Threw the ball, I think, six times for 60 yards. He threw it eight times, I believe. He completed six passes. Okay, so he got six completions for 60 yards. Yep. And they beat the crap out of Penn State. Okay, so why do I bring that up? We could never execute that. But un- uh, unfortunately, we could never stop it either. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what, what happened to us last week against Arizona has just been a microcosm of what's happened to us Basically, all year, two hundred and seven rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, and, and it was, it was, it, it looked, it just looked like guys were turning it down. Yeah, and that is not good, man. Like you cannot make a, and, and they have, you know, they have some solid backs over there from uh, University of Arizona. Oh yeah, and the fact that we couldn't get them on the ground though was 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 frustrating. No doubt, it was about frustrating, it. and we had guys in position, and at times we had no guys in position. If you know a Colorado family of a veteran or active military deserving a helping hand, submit your nomination story for KOA's A Heroes Thank You from now until December 3rd at midnight. KOAColorado.com slash contest. We'll pick five winning stories and hand-delivered checks for $2,500 to each family. It's the sixth annual Heroes Thank You courtesy of Circle K, Canvas Credit Union, McDivitt Law Firm, Generator Source, and Great Guys Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. We got the Black and Gold pregame show coming up next. Alfred and myself, Ryan Edwards. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.